week have to be so busy <laughs> i feel like make... we're less busy than normal uh i mean we're not like waiting for you to come home and stuff so right i guess in that way and recording this just seems like an inconvenience <laughs> we should have done this this weekend well we were too busy this weekend i know but like we're ahead of schedule with this one but we're days behind schedule on the last one. Well, that's your editing fault. I know. <laughs> I should have. I should have edited this weekend. We should have done everything this weekend. Um, I really wanted to find a good quote from this to start off, but there's just too many good ones. Jack Frost has too many good one-liners. Like, oh, gosh! I only axed you for a smoke. That was a good one. Look, Ma, I'm a Picasso. <laughs> Looks like Christmas came a little early this year. Well, I hope it was good for you, honey. Oh, I must remember to send flowers. <laughs> um, you don't see him like he delivers the lines, though. That's what really that's what really sells it for me. I don't think I can do. I don't. I don't think I can do it justice. No, I can't either. But I. He just, the way he delivers his lines is so perfect. Right. What the hell are you? The world's most pissed off snow cone. <laughs> How's that? Is that that good? was better. That was better. Uh, welcome to Bad Movie Date Night. The podcast where my wife and I watch a bad movie on a date night. We share our thoughts and opinions with you, the listener. I'm Nigel from AJourneyIntoFilm.com. And with me is Caitlin. Hey there. And this week, we are talking about the 1997 film, Jack Frost. Not to be confused with the 1998 Michael Keaton movie, also called Jack Frost. They didn't want to rename that after seeing this film? I don't know. <laughs> I actually would have thought... The one that we watched would have came out before the Michael Keaton one. It did. Or I meant, I meant after, like as a spoof. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, supposedly, this one was filmed in like 93, though. Oh. And it didn't come out until 97. That's even more impressive. Um, it was directed by Michael Cooney, who was the writer on the movie Identity. Oh, I remember that movie. With John Cusack. I did not hate it. I have It was not a good movie, but I didn't hate it. With it. Um and he directed this. This is like one of his few director credits. He also directed the sequel, um, Jack Frost Two, 
Revenge of the Mutant Killer Snowman. That's a very long title. It it is, and uh, you know we watched the trailer for it, and it looks amazing. It looks something. Amazing is not one of the words I would use. <laughs> um. And then the story was by Jeremy Page, who doesn't really have that many credits to his name either. Um, it's an early movie for Shannon Elizabeth. Uh, it's probably the only th- known actress in this. Um, and this was before her famous American Pie debut. Or Scary Movie. Was the guy that voiced, um, she's really not that famous. I looked her up and I thought she was more famous, but she just had a lot of minor roles besides American Pie. Right. She's, she's one of those people that's like famous for that one role that they had that one time. Yeah. And everybody knows them for that, but not apart from that. Right. Um, the guy who did the voice of the snowman, Jack Frost, is it the same guy who played the ex-con? Who played Jack Frost? Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. Good. I I didn't know for sure. What are sure. What are the chances that there is someone named Jack Frost who is a serial killer and becomes a killer snowman and also is the front man of a band who dies on his way home and becomes a snowman to spend time with his son? Whoa. I thought you were just going to say, what are the odds someone is named Jack Frost? And I well, was going to look is, that up. That but. is also <laughs> a great question. Um, I mean, I feel like with the name Jack Frost, though, you probably... It's like your parent naming you Ronald McDonald. So I feel like you have to <laughs> be a murderer for that. Right. Um. So apart from how, like, I guess you could say known Shannon Elizabeth is... Uh, Scott McDonald, who played Jack Frost, had some minor roles in things like TV shows, movies, video games. So, I mean, he had a pretty fine career despite this movie. Now, here is something interesting. The actor who played Sam, the, um, the sheriff, he died in an avalanche. In real life? In real life. In oh, 2008. that's sad. So I just thought there's like a tiny bit of irony to that. So in a quick Google search, there are 88 people in the state of California, at least in the white pages, named Jack Frost. I guarantee at least... More than half of those probably killed someone or did something illegal at some point in their life. Yeah. Um, so Christopher Alport, who played Sam, he was actually on Mad Men, played Pete Campbell's father. Okay. And they had to write him off the show because he died. Oh, that's so sad. Yeah. Hey... This is off topic, but I typed in Jack Frost, Ohio, and it is a donut shop in Ohio, and um, it looks like they got some good donuts. 
Do they have anything based on any movies? No, it's just Jack Frost Donuts. Oh, that's fun. Why would you Google Jack Frost, Ohio? Well, because I, I wanted to see if there's any Jack Frost in Ohio that could be uh, a killer. Gotcha. Gotcha. You know, just looking out. Gotcha. Gotcha. So, what else can we say about this movie? Well, it had some great puns in it. It yeah. was not short on the puns. No. And the thing is, this movie didn't feel long until the end. Yeah. Like, yeah. we got through the first hour, and we had to pause it, and I said, oh, we're already an hour into this? That's crazy. But then the last 30 minutes felt like it took forever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Which is crazy it's only an hour and a half, because that 30 minutes did really drag. Yeah, because they... Like, okay, so like a normal movie, you're going to like they're going to kill the bad guy right away. Mm-hmm. And then you find out, oh, no, it didn't work. And then there's like one final go at killing him. Whereas, like, I feel like this movie had three different three, four, several I different attempts track. to kill the snowman. And he didn't really kill that many people. He only really killed like one day, I think. Yeah. He only killed for one day. And he only killed that one poor family. Well, okay, he killed... He killed the old man. Oh, the old man, yeah. And then the old lady and her husband that owned the hardware store, right? What? And then he killed that kid. I didn't. I don't remember them killing the hardware store owners. Maybe it wasn't the hardware... It wasn't the hardware store owner. It was... Okay, so they killed the old man, they mm-hmm. killed the kid, and then he killed the kid's parents, mm-hmm. who were Shannon Elizabeth's parents. Mm-hmm. Then he killed uh, Shannon Elizabeth and, and her, boyfriend her boyfriend. Yeah. And the cop. Oh, yeah. And the the company guy. What company guy? The guy that was working with the FBI agent. Oh, that yeah. That knew about mm-hmm. the mutation stuff. Oh, I guess you could count the two. Well, he killed at least one of the guys at the beginning from the truck that. Oh, uh, yeah, but over. that wasn't him as the snowman. I was just counting a snowman. Oh, kills. as the snowman. Yeah. Eight. Yeah. Probably more. More was just a family, like five family members. Three. The parents and then the two kids. Four. Oh, yeah, he did kill both kids. Yeah. So half of the people he killed was one family. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Let's just talk about one thing real quick. Okay. How cool is the cover of this movie? And how disappointed are you that this... Yeah, that is not what Jack Frost looks this like. This is not what Jack Frost looks like. He's chilling and killing. That's a great tagline. <laughs> I don't care who you are. I want it to be my tagline. That's perfect. <laughs> I wonder if like they had to include the icicle teeth in the movie to try to be like the front the cover or like what what was going on with that. Do you think they they shot it as the front cover and then they're like that looks horrible as CGI and all these shots? We gotta do this again. Uh I have no idea. 
I couldn't really find anything on that. Uh, here's something else that's kind of interesting. In the scene where he kills Shannon Elizabeth, mm-hmm. um, what's her character's name? Jill. Um, they, it was really supposed to be just like a murder scene, but when they went back and edited it, someone was like, you know, it looks like he rapes her. And the director is like, oh yeah, you're right. So they filmed a bunch of shots of Jack Frost saying some one liners after it that were more like sex related. And, uh, that's, they went with that. (laughs) They went with it instead of letting people draw their own assumptions. Yeah, it definitely looked like he raped her. It really did. Uh, that was probably the most elaborate death of the entire movie. It, definitely. If you... Well, yeah, I mean, it was, for sure. The mom's was up there. He had a problem with women. Yeah. If you are interested at all in seeing how he kills Shannon Elizabeth, the there are pictures of it on IMDb. It doesn't do it justice, though. You should just Google the scene or something. That's true. That's true. So the movie starts off with a very inventive title sequence that I'm kind of surprised I've never seen before in a Christmas time related movie in which you the camera is floating over ornaments on a tree and the credits are written on the ornaments. We just watched that in something. Yeah, Jack Frost. No, it was something else. It might have been Jack Frost. Let's see, there's one. Oh, that's the lady that died. I guess they just have the one picture on there. Uh, while this is happening, it, is it like an uncle or a dad is telling some child this horrible story about... Oh my gosh, about... I didn't thought... They, what? I forgot all about that. <laughs> So I forgot the, all about that. They what? Why did they even include that? For dramatic backstory it to explain it, who it Jack wasn't. Frost was. No, they literally just could have done no. That that was bad. It was unneeded. It was. I forgot all about it. That's scarring the uh, the girl's voice was terrifying. Yeah. I would like to know who does the voice of the little girl because it did not sound like a little girl. But this child says, tell me a story. And this adult says, okay, do you want a fun story or do you want a scary story? And the kid's like, both. And so this adult proceeds to tell this child about Jack Frost, the murderer, and how he killed people. And I think he ate them, maybe. That sounds right. And how he got caught because he started putting people into pies. (laughs) Which was not a fun or scary story. It was neither. It was gross. Mm -hmm. And uh, unnecessary. (laughs) So then we open up on a blizzard night and the state executional transfer. Yes, that is legitimately what is on the sign. Mm -hmm. State executional vehicle is transporting Jack Frost to be executed at midnight. 
why are they transporting him at night? Why is he due to be executed at midnight? Why didn't they transfer him earlier in the day? Why didn't they kill him where he was at? Well, that too. I mean, I guess maybe the prison he was at didn't have the facilities to do it in like a humane sort of way because that's... I feel like someone that dangerous, you wouldn't risk transporting that far, too. I guess in any normal circumstances, though, things would have gone fine. Well, somehow he got out of his restraints and killed that guard that was in the back with him because he wanted a cigarette. Mm -hmm. That was interesting. Um, Yeah, they glossed over that. Yeah. And for some reason, it's so snowy out that the two guards driving have to look out the same half of the window. And well, only one guard was driving. Right. But it looks funny. And mm-hmm. I don't know why they both needed to be looking out the window. Mm-mm. Um, they get into an accident with a genetic mutation truck. What are the chances of that happening? Zero and a lot. <laughs> it's, um... There's something funny written on the side of the genetic material truck, but I don't remember what it said. Mm-mm. Um, so they get into this accident. Jack Frost gets out, and one of the guards tells him to freeze. And as he does, the genetic material truck explodes, spewing this liquid over him, and it dissolves him to snow. Well, yeah. it dissolves him. In the snow. And he collapses into the snow. I did not understand that. Well, he became a snowman. Yes, but how does that work? How does... The the genetic material. He mutated. That does not make sense. Well, it's genetic material, Caitlin. You're not a scientist, And then how did he build a snowman? He willed himself back together. Then why couldn't he do it that one time when he becomes Picasso? Well, I think he started to, but it just didn't go his way. So he can sometimes, but not all the time? Well, I don't think he can shapeshift once he's And then how did he travel? Solid. Did he have to go through places that weren't snowy? Uh, probably. Well, how did he not melt? I think he just turned into snow and just kind of scattered along. You mean water? Yeah. Yeah, because he can turn into a puddle. Yeah, okay. Here, this is my question that I have with that, though. So we learn that he can turn into a puddle, right? Yeah. And, but they think that putting him in a furnace and melting him will stop him. Why would it, why can he turn from a solid to a liquid, but not a gas? I feel like. He could turn into a gas. That's what I'm saying. I think he could turn into a gas, Mm. and I think that that should be explored in more detail. Oh, it might be in the next one. I don't know. Coincidentally, Jack Frost, this accident happens near Snowminton. Where is Snowminton? I don't know, but it's in the backwoods of nowhere. Mm Mm-hmm. This is the this is the kind of town where people live in the foothills and your town square is a hardware store and a church. 
Probably in like Colorado, backwoods Colorado somewhere. Sure. You know, they maybe said at some point, but uh, I forget. And also coincidentally... There's a lot of coincidences in this movie. I don't think there can be enough coincidences in this movie. (laughs) The sheriff of Snowminton, Sam Tiller... Their only sheriff? Well, I mean, most towns only have one sheriff, I think, because it's like an elected office. Oh, yeah, but I feel like they had two officers. Well, yeah, they had deputies. They had three officers. Wow. And what's her face? What was the lady's name? The the secretary's name? Sally? Is that Sally? I don't know. Sounds right. She was fun. Right? Little rascal Sally. Yeah, a little spunky. Oh, there she is. Yeah, who is that? Oh, we don't know. Oh, still don't know. Why do they... Anyways, they're all... Sam has, like, some PTSD from arresting... Jack Frost, even though from the flashback, it seemed like a completely normal transaction. And he is grateful that Jack Frost has been executed. I guess like all the letters maybe got to him. Oh, that's right. Jack Frost sent him letters from jail with your typical magazine letter clippings. Uh, saying that he was going to find him and hurt his family mm-hmm. after he got out. Mm-hmm. What I hope that Jack Frost got beat up in jail for cutting out letters from magazines instead of just writing a letter. It's You're not trying to hide who you are. No. they You signed it, Jack Frost. You He signed it, Jack Frost. <laughs> they did. I feel like it's more likely that they'd give him a crayon in prison (laughs) before they gave him some scissors yeah some scissors to cut out letters but okay he also sam keeps the letters rather than throwing them away well they are police evidence but they weren't they were in a lockbox in his house right but technically they would be police evidence well they should be evidence but he decided to be yes Uh, Which maybe you would expect from a backwoods sheriff. Here's a question, though, that I have. I have an answer for you of your question. All right. Um, So. You're doing great. Um, When Sam arrests Jack Frost. Mm hmm. He looks younger than when he was in the truck. Who, Jack? Yes. Well, I think it was supposed to have happened a long time ago. Yeah, but how long ago are we talking? Long enough to send letters from prison. Okay, so like it looked like several years. He had like yeah, let's longer say hair. Minimum three years. Man, I was going with like 10 or something. It could be. Is that how slow our justice system works? I don't... He well, just sits people in prison s- for 10 years? People sit on death row for a long time before they get executed. That's horrible. I, mean, I don't know what takes so long. Uh, legals. They got to give them time to overturn their case and things like that. Can't well, accidentally kill people. That's true. That's not good. Accidentally killing people on death row for crimes they didn't commit. Yeah, that's, yes, that would. Be I think bad. we would all agree that's a bad thing. 
So, yeah, you know, maybe like between three and ten years. Okay. So, you know, rightfully so. You're right. Uh, we're introduced to Sam's family. His son is cooking oatmeal with some uh, questionable ingredients like marshmallows and I think chocolates at one point were involved. Yes. And another secret ingredient we'll talk about later. <gasps> Ooh. Mrs. Sam Mrs. seems Sam. like... I don't know. Does don't she know. have a name? It doesn't matter. She seems it like a fine matter. lady who likes to neglect her child by going to the <laughs> store. It was the late 90s. <laughs> Everyone was doing it. That's true. Um, old man Harper is dead. And they think... They immediately think someone murdered him. Well, he did look... Quite murdered. Quite murdered. <laughs> <laughs> he, yes, his he was in his rocking chair and his neck was snapped back. And the coroner says, well, this is interesting because it looks like something soft was put over him to absorb the shock because there are no bruises. I don't know if that's how it works, but it sounded sciencey enough for me, so I'm going to go with it. Then... The son of Sam, not the serial killer, Ryan, that was his name. Ryan, okay, so Mrs. Sam comes home and finds Ryan making Christmas cookies by himself. Mm-hmm. Does not seem old enough to operate an oven without yeah, she supervision. She was out grocery shopping and he decided to make cookies. Instead of making a snowman. But what's this? There's a snowman in their yard. And nobody asked any questions. That's your first mistake. Well, Mrs. Sam said, Ryan, that was a great snowman. And he goes, I didn't build a snowman. And that's pretty much the extent of that conversation. Yep. Ryan, no follow-up questions. No follow-up questions. I mean, I guess it, snowman seems harmless enough. Why would they assume that there's a killer snowman out there? They I don't would, know. But I'm paranoid, so. Yeah, we've seen enough. We've seen Krampus. <laughs> We know I what know happens what's with snowmen. We've seen Jack Frost. Right. The second one takes place in the Bahamas, so you can never be too safe from a snowman. Yeah, if you see a snowman in the Bahamas, run. Run. <laughs> right? He. Okay, so Ryan goes outside for some reason, and because his mom gives him a carrot to put on the snowman's nose, because it wasn't and some finished. buttons. Yeah. Right. Um. Why? That seems weird. If I was if I was murdered and turned into a snowman, I would just give myself a snow nose. Right. He and did have like a dip in his nose. Yeah, why did he have like a dip perfectly it was a for snow, the it was carrot? A snow nose. He made Not, his own snow nose. Hole. He wants an any snow nose? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Idiot. This well, is why he's in jail. He likes to be different, Nigel. This is why he got caught. He's a moron. Yeah. So while Ryan is out with the snowman, some bullies show up. And one thing leads to another. And someone's dead. And a child is decapitated by a sled, <laughs> thanks to Jack Frost. And when Ryan says, it wasn't me, it was the snowman. His dad said, I believe you. But everybody else said your child is a murderer. Yeah. Because that is reasonably crazy thing to say. Yeah. 
And then... Well, uh, I was also confused why they thought he did it anyway. It's not like that kid even had a sled. Well, it was the kid... It was it was Billy's sled. So you think... What do they think happened, though? I think they think Ryan took the sled from him... And did what? And decapitated How? How would Billy he do that? With his childlike strength and wonder. Yeah, this kid is, like, very much clearly bigger and stronger than him. So either way, I think everyone's stupid. If you believe it was a snowman, you're stupid. If you believe that child did it, you're stupid. So. Well, they're in the backwoods of well, wherever. So there we go. Uh, we cut to Billy's parents, Jack and Sally, and they also get murdered by Jack Frost. Yeah, because Jack Frost says, I'm going to kill this whole kid's family now. So he leaves the house of the person that he was seeking revenge for, goes all the way to this new person's house of this kid that he just killed to kill the parents. Correct. Solid logic. It's like it's like he says, I got to cover up my tracks. Despite there being none because I'm a snowman. Right. And all that would be in the snow would be uh, like a sh sign. Or I don't know. What, you, what would you call that? Swish mark? Swish mark? Yeah. Like a little... Trail of... Trail of smoothness? Yeah. Oh, okay. From dragging the snowman. But also, he can turn into snow, so I don't think he would leave anything behind. Right. He would just move. Yes. Uh, the Sally, he kills by... Choking her with Christmas lights. Yeah, and then putting her up on the tree. And putting her up on the tree. And Jake, he kills by shoving the axe handle down his throat. You'd think... Because he just asked for a smoke. I just asked you for a smoke. I can't even say that word right. Axed. The... Because the the reasonable thing to do with an axe is to shove the handle down someone's throat, yeah. not axe them, as you probably would if you were not a snowman. Right. But he's like, I got to get creative, mix up my killing ways. Yeah. And when the coroner shows up for that one, he says, it's like something shoved it so, f like, so forcefully that there were no abrasions inside. And I'm like, well, that's not possible. Right. Because it doesn't matter that a snowman is doing it. It's still going down a human's throat. There's right. going to be marks. Right. There's still going to be some, yeah, some forcing, if you will. Right. And they also make a joke with Sally where they say, should we leave her up for the 12 days of Christmas? Which was kind morbid. of funny. Very morbid, but kind of funny. I like the deputies in this movie. They got yeah. a good sense of humor they about do. everything. They're uh, fun. But it's also concerning that they're making light of murder in their town <laughs> in which no crime. And people that they knew. Generally happens. Uh, let's go back for a second. I think it was think it was Billy's parents had the snowman that was under the tarp. Yeah. Were you disappointed that yeah, that we didn't never go get to anywhere? See it. They made a big deal about how this snowman was underneath this tarp, and they're like, "Ah uh, ah uh, ah, uh, you'll see it later." We never see no. that dang snowman. In fact, it gets destroyed. Yeah. I thought at one point Jack was going to be like hiding under there, right? And he was going to like. Rah, I'm right. gonna kill you now. Or he was gonna turn a person into a snowman and put him under there. That would have been wild. There was a lot. 
this movie exceeded my expectations in so many ways, <laughs> but yet there was also so much room for untapped incru- potential. Yes. Mm-hmm. So at this point, the FBI gets involved. Agent Manners shows up in Stone. Mm-hmm. Stone is not an FBI guy, but the town thinks that he is because he's there with the FBI guy. And they decide there's enough murders happening now for a 24-hour curfew in which they're going to wrap up, gather up all the people in the town and send them to the community center or the church, whichever one you want to think of. Uh, One of the snowmen or one of the police officers, the deputies, gets killed by Jack because he goes to pick up Mrs. Sam. Mm -mm. Where was he going? Up to the house, I think, to look for the daughter, the house of um, that family. That sounds right, but I don't remember. Because the other guy, he did. He takes Mrs. Sam back to the church. Right. That's right. So the one deputy picks up Mrs. Sam, takes her back to the church. Because mm-hmm. Mrs. Sam was at their house because she was getting extra blankets. Yes. And then they go to look for Jill. Mm-hmm. And on his way, the deputy is stopped by Jack. Yep. In the middle of the road. Gets out of his car, sees a puddle there instead. Mm-hmm. I think Jack's holding a stop sign, which was kind yeah. of funny. Yeah. Very Roadrunner-esque. <laughs> and then he goes to get back into his car, and now Jack is inside the car and runs him over. Yeah. That was, I mean, I just kind that. of laughed. <laughs> it was, yeah. So then, this is when things get weird. Jill and her boyfriend, I don't remember his name, Sneak into the sheriff's house Mm -hmm. to have sex. Why this house? I don't know. It was weird. Yes. And while the boyfriend is getting champagne. Yeah, how's he? That was also weird. She says she wants a glass of wine and he grabs champagne. But also he puts freezer ice in the champagne yeah like not like the stuff that you're probably not supposed to ingest yeah like you had to like like your freezer carve off right the knife he puts that in the wine or the champagne Mm -hmm. while she goes upstairs and takes a bath yeah why would you break into somebody's house and take a bath i don't know why would you break into somebody's house just to have sex i don't know but the bath thing is what grosses me out the most yeah the bath thing was weird Jack leaks into the house. Via snowman magic. Via snowman. Through the pipes or something. Yeah. Kills the boyfriend. Stabs him. With an icicle. With an icicle. Through the door. Blood. And then he leaks upstairs. And gets into the bathtub with Jill. While she's bathing. And, of course, the water gets cold, and she's like, oh, that's cold. And then Jack reforms himself into also, his snowman. Also, she blow-dried her hair before she got a bath. That was also weird. Right? But she also thought it was nice that the boyfriend drew a bath for her. But oh, she didn't, maybe like, she just thought, like, 
he drew a bath, I should get a bath even though I blow blue. I blow dried my hair out. Great question. I will not pretend to understand the beauty <laughs> habits of young women. Let's just say if I blow dry my hair, I'm not getting a bath. Right. <laughs> because that makes sense. Right. But like I said, I'm not going to pretend to understand <laughs> what women think with stuff. I don't know. Maybe that maybe in the 90s that was like a normal thing to do. Maybe. I don't know. I was four when this movie came out. <laughs> so she's in the bath. Jack Frost is water in the bath. His nose is floating around. And he reforms into a snowman. And her arms and legs are stuck inside of him. And he bashes her against the walls of the tub. But that's not what it looks like. It is not what it looks like. Uh... Take it how you will, but that's how he kills <laughs> that's her. That's what happens. And then, what does he say? He has a, he has, I think I read the quote already. Uh, he said, looks like Christmas came a little early this year. Well, I hope it was good for you, honey. Oh, I must remember to send flowers. Yeah. So, that's... That's uh, that. <laughs> oh, remember when... He decides to call the the sheriff decides to call the FBI back and he is like he's like, oh, you need to call the FBI some uh, ask for some jerk named Manners. Yeah. And then the FBI agent spins around in his chair. He's like, who are you? He's like, I'm the jerk. Yeah. But he doesn't say jerk because we got to keep this family friendly. Family friendly. Yes. Yeah, that was fun. A lot of good fun moments in this film. Honestly, I this movie was more fun than I thought it was going it to was. be. It was. It was fun. I would definitely watch this every year from now on. Okay, no, but maybe every other year. I would own this movie. I think we disagree, but... <laughs> okay. It was good, but how much would you pay for it? How much would I pay for it? Like a Black Friday sale. How much? I don't know. Like 12, 15? I say no more than five, five dollars. Okay, but like Vinegar Syndrome sells it. That is insane. So That's like, wild. You know, they're a little bit more of like a high end brand. That is wild. Are you telling me you already bought this movie? <laughs> I did not already buy this movie. My Vinegar Syndrome movies have already come. Okay. So we find out now that Stone works for a genetic research company and they made the materials that turned Jack Frost into a snowman. Stone is excited that they tested it on a human and he's also excited that through some strange logic that the fact that Jack Frost turned into a snowman means that the human soul exists. Yeah. It I was don't like, know how we got to that conclusion. It was the point in the movie in which things tried to get really deep all of a sudden, but they did not. Mm. So they say, uh, oh, in the plan was to use this chemical 
to help humanity survive nuclear holocaust. Yeah. By turning us into... Snowmen. <laughs> snowmen, tree people, dirt people, I, I don't know. No. It's ambiguous. Um, Jack Frost shows up at the police station and they try to blow him up by releasing aerosol into the air and doesn't work the police station on fire. It does not work. Jack Frost turns into a puddle and comes back. Then they use blow dryers at the community center to try to force him to the furnace. They succeed. They succeed, but he comes back. And that's when he kills Stone. Then... This is where things get weird. This is the point? Yeah, this is the point in the movie where things get weird. So Sam and the hardware store owner, or... um, Who's he trapped in the car with? Yeah, the hardware store owner. Oh, his son. No, well, son's his son's in there too. And the hardware store guy. In the hardware store. Okay. Anyways, he finds the oatmeal that his son made him at the beginning of the movie. And the hardware store guy throws it at Jack Frost in in an attempt to th- confuse him. <laughs> I don't know. And Jack Frost starts melting. Turning into this, like, bloody, disgusting mess. Mm-hmm. And Sam says to Ryan, what did you put in there? <laughs> and Ryan says, I didn't want you to get cold, so I put antifreeze in it. <laughs> that kid trying to kill everyone. So let's back up for a second. Don't eat those cookies he made. Don't eat the cookies <laughs> he made. But not only did the child try to poison his father, he... His mother watched him. <laughs> when we first meet Sam, or when we first meet Ryan at the beginning of the movie, he's making the oatmeal. With Mom's his mom right just there? standing there watching him like, oh. How old do you think Ryan is? I think Ryan is easily old enough to know that he should know better. <laughs> I would say seven. Okay, at seven, I knew antifreeze should not eat. <laughs> Right. It's a chemical right. that you put into your car. Right. I knew it went in the car. I knew it had something to do with helping your stuff not freeze. Even at seven, I knew that. But I also knew, don't eat it. Yeah. You would think that in a backwoods town, they you, teach their children these things. You would think normal children would just know that. But PSA, this don't also, eat antifreeze. Yeah, don't eat antifreeze. <laughs> this also raises a lot of questions about how present is Sam as a father yeah. If his child is like, let's give dad antifreeze. Yeah. It was very, it, this was the most disturbing part of the movie. Agreed. I honestly just want to end the podcast there. I mean, that's basically how it ends. Yeah. They uh, kill the snowman with antifreeze. So the, basically, uh, Sam says to the hardware store guy, go fill the bed of your truck with antifreeze. And then Sam and Jack, they chase each other through the church. And Jack stabs Sam. And Sam pushes Jack through the window into the bed of antifreeze and he melts to death. Mm -hmm. And then they bottle him up and they bury the bottles. Which, by the way, the name of the antifreeze brand was Antifrost 
antifreeze. Brilliant. And then they're like, oh, wait, by the way, the rest of the FBI just showed up. That snowstorm is gone. Because that was also a thing that we didn't mention. There were more FBI people coming. Oh, yeah, I didn't even remember that. Right. I don't know why they... They threw a lot of things in the movie that you didn't really need. No. Um, Also, one of the containers at the end is bubbling. And so you're like... Mm, What's going to happen? So now you want to know how they get to the Bahamas. Or wherever it is the next one takes place. Here's something else I wanted to point out. Mm -hmm. It was 70 degrees while they were filming this movie. Oh my gosh. Wow. They they had a lot of fake snow. Yeah, and probably very warm in all those clothes. Yeah, that's probably true too. So uh, that's Jack Frost. That is an enjoyable Christmas story to share with your children. I, I told you, I fully expected that I was going to hate this movie, and I kind of loved it, and I definitely am excited to watch it again. Yeah, it was not bad at all. I mean, well, it was bad, but it was not unbearable. The last 30 minutes did feel a little rough for me, though. It was long. It was it was a little long. It uh yeah, it got it felt long at the end. So, I wish that I had more fun facts about the making of this movie. I wish that I had more jokes to make about this movie, but this movie really speaks for itself. So now we just have to ask the question. Is Sam going to divorce his wife for letting his child put antifreeze in his <laughs> I feel like Sam should leave his whole family. I feel like they're going to have to sit down and have a really long talk about that. Yeah. Yeah. I really hope that child learned his lesson. Probably not. That I know, child's I'm just going to try to murder again. Oh, my gosh. Plot twist. The snowman in the second one is his son. Or. Out to kill him. Or Jack Frost comes back in the second one. Thanks to Ryan's stupidity. That could also be a thing. He says, I just wanted to cool you down, Dad. It's so hot. So I brought the snowman back to life. Oh, my gosh. I love keeping you alive with things that'll kill you. (laughs) That is so concerning. Uh, The real question I was going to ask is, where does this go on our bad date night ranking list? Definitive bad movie date night ranking list. That was concerning. Um, Let me tell you where I want to put this. Okay, you go. I would like to put this somewhere around House on Haunted Hill. Okay. I was thinking definitely below Cool World, because I would rewatch Cool World for sure. So I could put it in between Cool World and Little Italy, or I could put it after Birdemic Shock and Terror. Hmm. This was more fun to watch than Birdemic. I don't know if I ever want to watch Birdemic again. <laughs> and because of that, I'm questioning how high it is on our list. <laughs> but it's so bad. Right. I think I would put this between Cool World and Little Italy. Okay. It's up, it is up there in the enjoyment factor. And it's pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Production quality is, is medium. And there's there's a little bit of rewatchability, so you yeah, know, we'll put it that we'll put it there. That sounds good. I'm very excited for our next episode. Me too. This has been over a year in the making. It has been because we we really struggled with our New Year's movie last year. 
But we, I loved I loved. I know. New Year's Evil was fun. New Year's Evil. Which, dun, dun, that's dun, like dun, halfway dun, down dun, on our list. How did it get so low? I guess they're just I other... I think New Year's, we need to like revamp the definitive bad movie date night list. I think we are going to have some conversations about the podcast in general. Well, Good conversations. Exciting. I didn't want to tease anything yet, but you brought it up. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, we are going to do the movie Terror Train next. Whoop. Starring a young Jamie Lee Curtis in it. So if you enjoy this podcast and you're excited for the next one, you should definitely go out, watch some Terror Train and, uh, you know, we'll see how things go. I'm super pumped. Yeah, this is going to be great. Uh, as usual, we have no more social media, so head over to adjuringtofilm.com and leave some comments or leave a review in your favorite podcast listening app. Tell your friends about us. We're available anywhere podcasts are available. So your friends should have no excuses not to listen to us. There's also currently still a pandemic going on and a lot of people are home with nothing to do but time to listen to podcasts that we've been making while we're at home with nothing to do while also working and doing a thousand other things. (laughs) Just to clarify why these aren't coming out on time. And uh, that's all I have to say. All right. Have a Merry Christmas. Caitlin, Merry Christmas was last week. Oh, man, I missed <laughs> it. We're recording it before Christmas, Chris, but by the time this comes out. Okay, I hope you had a good Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can say, we can say Happy New Year because Happy that's New Year. in a couple days. <laughs> oh.